Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk radio. One, we're live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rosita and Robert. It's March 22nd, and we are broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational Tournament. And our guy on the go is my co-host and brother in martial arts, Sifu Robert Deal. He's there right now at the venue in Huntington Beach, broadcasting broadcasting live with me. Sifu Bob, how you doing? Oh, good afternoon, listeners. We are, as Rusty just said, we are broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational. What a beautiful venue this is. Uh, professional mats are laid out and we're just taping off the ring. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing and it's helping it very worthwhile cause the Royal Family Kids Camp for abused and neglected children. Yes, definitely. It's uh, you know there are many tournaments out there that are uh, <clears throat> that are for. Uh, charity. I guess I, I shouldn't call Royal Family Kids Camp a charity because it's a it you know I, when I use the word charity in my head it's kind of like you know wow they really need help but rather than calling it a charity I prefer to call it more like a very worthwhile organization because let me t- let, let me tell you this folks the, the Royal Family Kids Camp it's definitely needed you know so many kids are neglected or abused every uh, every year. And, uh, you know, this camp just, just get, puts a little bit of light into their lives. So definitely, definitely support Royal Family Kids Camp. If you're not at the tournament, consider uh, looking up Royal Family Kids Camp and donating to the cause. Please do. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right. Well, so well, so I want cool. to say this this week, Rusty. I said something to my wife, and, you know, as I start getting older, my filter goes off. <laughs> and... I, I went got up really early the other day and went and got some coffee. Uh-huh. Well, I left my phone plugged in at the house, and my wife, I guess, was downstairs and tried to call me to get her a uh, chai, chai tea at uh, Starbucks, but I, you know, I left my phone there. And mm-hmm. I said, did you hear the ring ringtone when you called? She said, no, I wasn't paying attention. I, I said, because I have a very specific ring just for my wife. To, when, when she calls, I know it's her. And all it mm-hmm. is is, it's ring, ring, pick up your phone. And she okay. Said, boy, that would, she said, boy, that ringtone would be really irritating. And I said, yeah, I've got a nagging ringtone. I, ironic, oh. isn't it? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, damn. 
And yeah. And <laughs> I laughed. She didn't find it so funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's like one of these. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, wow. So, listeners, if you want to call in and if you have questions about Royal Family Kids Camp or the Bob White Invitational, if you didn't even know that there was a tournament called the Bob and Barbara White um, Invitational, uh, you know, give us a call if you have any questions about it or have questions about any of the guests that we might um, have on. Uh, 347-677-0699. And uh, you can also use the chat board that's on our show marquee on Blog Talk Radio. So, yeah, awesome, awesome. So, what's, cool. the, what's, what's the, I hear a lot of great ambient noise in the background. I guess you're still in the kata division? Yes, they are still in the kata division, so we're going to hear a lot of loud ki. So I step back every once in a while, or I'll mute my mic when you're talking, and uh, we'll make this thing work. Now, I was thinking the other day, how many live broadcasts have we done? This is our third one, because you did one from Palma, I did one from San Diego tournament in this one. Mm-hmm. Have we done and any then, more than uh, that? We did Dragon Fest. Well, no, that wasn't really live. It was live recording, um, and then I had to compile everything together. But technically, that was live. Te- technically. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I wasn't considering that because it was a preempted, pre-recorded. Yeah, it was uh, pre-recorded, but it was recorded, you know, during. Um, so I really don't count that. Um, uh, let's see. I did. Did I do one or two from Palma? I forgot. I think I did you've only two. Done, you've done one. Did you do two? I thought you only did one. No, I did. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. I did one. I, the other one was for Modern oh, Combat Masters. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Oh, so technically right, one. Right. One for us. Um. The and the next next year or a couple of years, it's going to be impossible for for us to be. Um, broadcasting live from Palma because I'm on the board of directors, so it's, it's going to be tough to do. I'll be working the whole time. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I don't, and, uh, but it's always There's fun to do these live, I know, but it's always fun to do these live broadcasts, folks, because you never know what's going to happen, ever. So we've done Dragon Fest. We've done, um, oh, there was that other... Um, that other event that you'd you'd done, you did. I could have sworn you did two from other events. Um, well, I, I did that Battle for Blood in San Diego. Yeah, Battle for Blood. Mm-hmm. And of course, this one we did some stuff from Mass Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But here, you know, here they've got vendors. I'm sitting next to a guy that has jewelry and he does calligraphy. I met him in 2011, where he wrote my name in calligraphy. In Japanese, oh, how cool is that? Is like really cool. Uh, there's some, uh, uh, of course, equipment vendors. They've got shirts on sale for the for the invitational. Uh, and I love broadcasting live from these. It's it's, it's really exciting. It's like, oh, and I ran into one of Frank Trejo's students. Gave him my business card, my master's business card, because that has my cell phone on it. I said I would love to interview Frank. That would be cool if we could get Frank Trejo on. That would be insane. That that would be because he's literally looking legend in the yes. martial arts community. Definitely, definitely, and uh, yeah, that would be that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, and for for people that aren't familiar uh, with Frank uh, Frank Trejo, he's uh, oh my gosh, he's a Kempo guy. 
isn't he? Yeah, right, he's an American. Under, he's an, directly under Ed Parker. Yeah, and and uh, Professor Frank has been around forever. His name was a name that I knew of when I was still in karate, which was like in the you know 1980s and stuff around and stuff like that. And he was he was still a force to be reckoned with back then. So he's been around for a very long time. A very a very good representative of American Kempo. So very Absolutely. cool. Awesome. Well, since we're broadcasting live and uh, and it's always so much more exciting to to broadcast live rather than from our regular studio uh studio uh uh setting, why don't we go ahead and get started and uh let's start with our birthdays. Cool. Well, the first one I didn't know about until I got here. It is actually since I am broadcasting live from the Barbara Bar- Bob and Barbara White Invitational, it is Barbara White's birthday today. What? And, and Bob White's birthday was yesterday. Whoa! I didn't know that. Yeah, so, th- yeah, so that's really cool. No, the, the gentleman who announced that we're having a show live said, hey, it's Barbara's birthday. I'm like, oh, yes, okay. Uh, How cool is that? <laughs> another living legend is today, John Painter. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Back in yep. the day. His birthday mm-hmm. is today. A good friend of the show is martial arts kid star Matthew Ziff. His birthday is on the 24th. Uh, another person, another guy, big, big old bodybuilder that uh, competes in bodybuilding competitions, uh, Jeff Bear. He's also in the martial arts kid. His birthday mm-hmm. is also on the 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, past uh, guest co-host of the show, Kimo Kiyoki. His birthday is on the 25th. Uh, Lisa Calhoun, her birthday is on the 26th. Also a good friend of the show. My niece that is turning 35 or 37 today uh, was the flower girl in my wedding. And this is how how you make me feel like really old. Another good friend of the show and a good friend of mine that I saw on uh, last weekend, Billy Burke, uh, UFC uh, uh, trainer, uh, uh, manages UFC gym. His birthday is on the 28th of the month. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that was the end of my birthdays. Right on. All right, and I've got a I've only got a couple. Um tomorrow, which is the 23rd, um Anthony Delanges, who is an actor and uh, a very good whip artist, by the way. His birthday's tomorrow. I want to send a shout out to Molly Wolf, um a Kajikembo sister, and she's actually uh testing for her next rank today. I think she's going up for green belt. Um so good luck to her. Um, on Tuesday the 24th, I want to send a shout-out to Steve Wessels, a Facebook friend of mine whose posts are always so entertaining and so freaking funny. <laughs> happy birthday. Uh, Wednesday the 25th, I want to wish a happy 44th birthday to my nephew, Tim Canavan. Uh, his birthday is on Wednesday, same day as Chemo's. Um, let's see, I, I had another couple. Um Oh, um, tomorrow uh, Wednesday would have been 
uh, Arcelli Bell's birthday. Unfortunately, she passed away a couple of years ago, um, a very uh, valued martial arts uh, sister member of PAMA. So happy birthday, Arcelli. Okay, let's move on oh, so I'm not depressed. Benny, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Benny the Jet just showed. Oh, okay, cool. He's got cool. the table next to me. So we may be able to get a word into him within this, uh, by 1 o'clock by the time the show okay. ends. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Okay, let's see. Where was I? Oh, uh, Friday the 27th, I want to wish a happy birthday to one of my students, uh, Blake Hellman. Uh, that's on Friday. And you already mentioned Billy. And yeah. Do I have anybody else? No, I don't. So I guess that's that's it for my birthdays. So for everyone having a birthday the week of March 22nd through the 28th, this tune is for you. on your end there, Sifu Bob. Well, I, you know, I had a great night last night. It was Shuni B Day at the Martial Arts Museum, and they brought Indian food. They brought wine. They, it was nuts. We also previewed, previewed which I've already seen, Shuni B's uh, new movie, Gorka the Protector, which was pretty cool. It was about three hours. Uh, we had a great time, though. But this weekend, coming up, Saturday, is John Corcoran Day at the museum. Oh, cool. Then uh, we're going to take a little break, and then it's going to be Seasonal People Day, another week off, and it's going to be Don Bear Day at the museum. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you know I'm there a lot? You know, they've got a couple girls that run the front desk uh, during an event to take the money to guide people in and so forth. Mm-hmm. you know I'm there a lot when they notice when I'm not there? One of the <laughs> girls from there said, where were you last week? And I was like, it was one of those rare instances where I couldn't make it out. Wow. You know, my daughter had something <laughs> or something like And she was very specific on where were you. And I was like, wow, that's, I, I must hang out there a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and then we've got Dragon Fest on uh, mm-hmm. July 18th and 19th, which I down at the tournament, I'm using our placard from Dragon Fest, the 10th. At, on our table is the announcement that we're here, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Then, of course, we've got uh, Madison Hall of Fame coming up on June 6th. Uh, nominations have to be in by April 6th, which is, what, two weeks? And then uh, uh, all the paperwork for all the inductees have to be in by May 6th. Uh, all the trophies wow. are ordered. It's going to be a great time. I've just been authorized to have hostesses for the event because, you know, the Roosevelt Hotel was the first place where they had the Oscar Awards. Mm-hmm. This place mm-hmm. warrants us having hostesses. So we're going to have my daughter, probably three of her friends, that are going to be seating all the guests and all the ambassadors and, and then take the ambassadors up to the podium, which is going to be a really good thing. They did this same thing 
I think the year before you were inducted in in 2010, and I kept after I kept after Dan and after him and after him to do the same thing because it was it added a lot of class yes, to the yes. event. Now so, I thought that there were hostesses the year I was inducted, or maybe that was just ladies helping pass out awards. I think. That I, I think that that was it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they only had it the one year, or when it was in like. I forget where it was. Long, not Long Beach. Was after, it was the year after that. I think it was Costa Mesa, Hilton, or something like that. Mm. But it just added a lot to the event. And this year is going to be spectacular being down in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. My, you know, my daughter wants to go anyway. And, and I said, okay, this is a good opportunity. You'll have to work a little bit. But what is your work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's going to be doing your sitting, people, right? Yeah, well, but, I mean, again, it'll, I, be, uh, it'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. I mean, you know, I mean, she's, you know, she's a beautiful young lady and I bet her friends are too. And it would just add so much class to, to the, to the event. And I think oh, uh, that they're, it will, it will. they're going to be a great addition to, to the, to the event. So kudos to, kudos to your daughter and her friends for agreeing to do it. And, uh, and oh, uh, man, I didn't say that. No, I mean not. I mean they're not. I know they're agreeing to do it, but I was gonna say the MHOF should be yep. compensating these young ladies because you know what? It's a little harder than it looks because you know I, I hate it when people go, oh, they're just a hostess. What do you mean just a hostess? They gotta know where you sit. They gotta they gotta be aware of you know what you're gonna need. You know if you need more chairs, sure. and they gotta like make sure that they that they communicate that with the powers that be. They, you know, they have to be on it. They have to be on they it the do. whole time. So kudos well, to them. And they're 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 gonna because you know my daughter's in Boston right now. First time she's really seen snow of any sort of magnitude like she's got this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so she doesn't really know yet. I've offered it to her, but I had to hold out for a couple things. And I think now she'll agree to do it. I want, mm-hmm. like, three of her friends plus her plus one of the parents so that I don't have to worry about getting them home. Yeah. So it's, it's this, this year's event going to beat them all, except we're not going to be inducting a lot of people. There's a limit of 50 this year, and the venue only holds 300. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, in the past, past couple of years you've been there, we've, we've been at five or 600 guests. Mhm. Yeah, so and and, this, this, and they're I, smaller. Yeah, it's it's smaller, and and in, in a way, it's cooler that way because you know it'll be more intimate, uh, a, a more intimate event, um, and the inductees will get, I guess, a little bit more time, in a way, you know, uh-huh. to get the recognition that they deserve, as opposed to having like a hundred something inductees. You know what I mean? That's it'll right. allow it'll allow the ceremonies to go a little bit quicker and allow the rest of the um, the venue attendees to to give them that recognition more time. So and that's, that's definitely right. something. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, if you're something. just tuning in, I want to reiterate that 
There's a lot of ambient noise behind here because I am broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational, and will be, and I will probably be leaving just after the show. But what an event! Fanny the Jets here. We've got equipment sales. We've got uh, calligraphy, jewelry, a lot going down. If you're in the area, come on down. Yeah, go go. Come on down. It's it, it's always fun to go to a tournament. And uh, for me and Bob, it's a lot funner to be broadcasting from a tournament, hearing all the noises in the background. And, um, and you know, we just heard a few minutes ago that Benny the Jet Urquides had just w- uh, walked into the venue. So hopefully we can get a chance to speak with him very uh, very briefly. So right on. Well, oh, no, I'm they're moving an- his table, so, so they're taking him away from me. They're moving his oh. table out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But well, uh, I will get a chance to talk to him sometime during the show. Okay, good. Let's let's chase him down. Um, I do have one announcement um, in that um, we have um, at Pama, the Pacific Association of Women's Martial Artists, we have finalized our list of instructors for this year's Pama Camp, which will be. Um, July. Oh my goodness, I forgot what the date was already. So much stuff going on this this summer. I know we got so many dates to remember. I uh, know. We got you know, June, July. Uh, I'm at an event every week. I'm marshaled out. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, here, let me let me get my notes. Uh, there's like it, there's too much stuff going on in the summer. It is actually August 14th through 17th at Camp Campbell in Boulder Creek, California. We have finalized our teachers list. However, I cannot give that away until all the teachers that have been selected have been notified and all the other people that have not been selected have been notified. So I cannot do that. However, I can divulge the three invited teachers that we decided on. Now, these invited teachers are actually coming to the camp on our dime. We invite them and pay for them uh, because we value their teachings. And the three masters that are going to be attending and teaching at this year's Pama Camp on August 14th through 17th are Master Su Jifang, and she is one of China's greatest treasures when it comes to wushu and internal martial arts. She's been teaching Xing Yi Chuan, Ba Gua Zheng, and Tai Chi for over 50 years, and it's considered... Oh, and, 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 I'm going to interrupt you. Do you know sure. I have one of your palm instructors standing right in front of me? Michelle's there. Michelle just got here. She gave me a big hug. I will share with her after the show because I, can't, of course, can't share on the show what I shared with you earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. Anyhow. Um, and, and then our other, our other um, teachers that we've invited are... Kumulua, Michelle Manu, who also just walked into the venue over there. She's going to be teaching Lua, and I had contacted her just the uh, just a couple hours ago to get a a brief uh, lowdown on what she'll be teaching. And uh, those of us here on the Palma board hope that she'll be able to teach those wonderful weapons that uh, she showed us, um, and also a little bit of how Kula. Uh, coincides with martial training and Lua, 
and uh, any any other skills. So she's going to be a joy to have at Palma. We're looking forward to it. Um, and last but not least, as part of our invited teachers, we're going to have Katie Quesada, which is a, and she's a very good Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner that has taught for Palma before. Very powerful technique and a great teaching style. So ladies, I highly urge you, if you're in the Bay Area or even anywhere in the uh, California area, even Oregon, take a drive down. It won't take that long. It's it's Camp Campbell in Boulder Creek. Um, you know, take a drive down. Bring your teen girls and your your women students and and have them experience all of these wonderful women. Like I said, I can't divulge who the other teachers are because we have to contact them first. But let's just say, let's just say that this year is going to be really rocking as far as the diversity of the instructors and the diversity of the arts so so you know please 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 you know check out the palma camp august 14th through 17th awesome oh look at that michelle just sent a picture that said live with you standing behind our table that's cool bob <laughs> thanks michelle <laughs> very cool and of course i had my mic muted when i started to say something and don't forget, if you're in the area, if you're in the Coast Maze area, and your woman, Michelle, is going to be holding a women's self-defense class today at one, starting at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's going to that's gonna be fun. I like how the, I like how there's, like, this orange belt girl in the background going, what's that? <laughs> what's this table for? <laughs> I'm going to download this photo, and I'm going to upload it to um, – to our to our page, it'll be very cool. Oh, she awesome. Just texted to you. She Facebooked it to me. Oh, she did. Okay, very cool. Very cool. I, and I was wondering where our banner went. I'm like, do I have the banners, or do, does Bob have the banners? You have the banners. <laughs> That's good. That's very cool. Awesome. All right. Let's see if I have any other announcements. Uh Nope, I think that's it as far as my announcement. So, yeah, check out Palma. And, uh, of course, Dragon Fest. Dragon Fest will be coming up really soon, as well as Masters Hall of Fame. So uh, look those up, people, if uh, you don't know what those are. So with that said, I think we can move on to the hell. You know, I really don't know if I should consider this health news or not, but more of a – I've been doing a lot of uh, articles about uh, – about uh, studies. So, um, <laughs> and this study is about men's memories are worse than women's. <laughs> How is that news? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know because it's always been common knowledge. <laughs> How is that news? No, actually, this is men's memories worse than women's, especially with age. So, this is more of an age-related issue, guys. Not, a, not a general. Although, anyway, <laughs> I won't get into that. All right, so um, according to CNN, science has proven what you've been saying all along. A man's memory is worse than yours. <laughs> not only that, not only that, but their brains are smaller, at least the part that controls memories. <laughs> All right, so Dr. Clifford Jack of the Mayo Clinic says, that's right, that's what all the data says. We see worse memory and worse brain volumes in men than women from age 40s onwards. 
In a study of about 1,246 cognitively normal people between the ages of 30 and 95, Jack and fellow researchers found that while memory started to decline for both sexes at around age 30, male memory was worse off than women overall, especially after age 40. And in males, the hippocampus, that's the part of the brain that controls memory, was also smaller than women's, especially after age 60. Now, um, Dr. Charles DeCarly, uh, a neurologist, um, who reviewed the study, or it was uh, published in JAMA Neurology, says the men's hippocampus starts, starts off a little bit above average in the young people in the study, but then it falls way below average in the older men as, com- uh, as compared to the older women. And, uh, he, and he says that it's no surprise because as your brain shrinks, your memory shrinks with it. Now, but wait, overall, men's brains are bigger than women's, right? Well, Dr. Jack says it's true. Women's brains are smaller than men's brains, but brain size scales with your height. So if you're you're correct for head size, so if you actually correct the data for head size, which they did in the study, women's hippocampus and verbal memory is better than men's. Now, the female advantage. One of the reasons why females trump males in the head game is the protective effect of hormones. So, us gals have estrogen, um, and estrogen has been shown to shield premenopausal women from hypertension, bone loss, heart disease, and even urinary tract infections. Now, men can't do anything about the absence of the protective effects of estrogen. Um, and while it goes away for some women by age 50, menopause. If a woman has had a lifetime of protective advantage, there's still quite a residual effect for a number of years past that. Now, it's not just estrogen. There's progesterone, luteinizing, uh, luteinizing hormone, blood volume, uh, and uh, let me tell you, says the Carly, women are different from men. Men may achieve the same level of memory performance because their brains are developing differently from the very beginning. So it's just a difference in hormones, really. You can even think about that anthropologically, Dr. DeCarly said. Women have developed skills and strategies over uh, over evolution development to keep track of stuff that helps their memory that men just never acquired. So let's take, for example, knowing where the nuts and berries are, you know. Uh, you know, so which is... No, no. Anthropology, uh, anthrop- through anthropology, 
reasons. Um, that's one reason for women's brain development. Um, now, another advantage women have over men is less risk for vascular disease. So hypertension, diabetes, smoking-related illnesses. Historically, men have higher risk factors than women. And the same things that harm the same things that harm your blood vessels harm your brain. Now, unusual finding, a surprising finding in the study is that the decline in memory for both men and women had nothing to do with a connection to brain disorders such as Alzheimer's disease. One of the big conclusions that has been drawn in the past was that uh, the memory and brain volume declines that you see in middle age are probably due to underlying Alzheimer's pathology says Dr. Jack. What they found was that quite, that, that was uh, quite different is that these declines that begin in the third that these declines begin in the 30s and continue through old age um, and they occur well before we see any evidence of Alzheimer's. Um, the authors of the study said they believe this is good news because if you can't remember lists, if you can't remember someone's name, when you're age 50 or 60, don't be alarmed because the odds are that it's not evidence of early Alzheimer's disease. It's just a natural onset that, uh, of something that happens naturally. Now, the bad news, the study is your brain is going to age, period. Nothing you can do. And no matter how you slice and dice these me measures of neurodegeneration, everything de declines with age. Very few people remain normal into the late 80s. It starts first with the men, and then the women will follow. But how do we keep that aging process at bay as long as possible? Well, being genetically lucky helps, of course, but the experts agree. Anyone can benefit from a healthy lifestyle and especially exercise of both body and the, and the brain. You want to keep learning, Dr. DeCarly says. Learn a new language, develop a new skill like playing the piano or guitar, drawing or painting. There's definitely good evidence that learning things stimulates brain hormones that develop our brains. And another big thing that's good for your brain, you guys, is aerobic exercise. The more, the better. You know, you don't have to run a marathon every week, but the biggest benefits come from doing about a half hour of interval bursts. And that's the thing that really seems to optimize aerobic fitness. So guess what, folks? Martial arts. You learn things both um, mentally, uh, academically, and physically, and it gives you those great interval bursts. So anyway, that's it. It's, uh, <laughs> this was not an article that slams men, although we women do like to joke about it. <laughs> it, it was more you, of you, you know something, though, Rusty? It's, it's surprising. They, they actually had scientists that did research for this. You know, and I truly, and I do not believe that our brains are bigger than women. Like everything else on a man's body, we just tell you it is. <laughs> oh, I love it. That was a little late, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, we just tell you it is. It's really not big Yeah, but I, you know what? You know what? On a dating site, I'd much rather see a private message of somebody's brain. Anyway. <laughs> oh. oh, that deserves a groan. groan. Yeah, it, it does because, you know, you know, when I was on dating sites, you know how many guys would send me pictures of their junk? I'm like, I don't need to see pictures of junk. Stupid asses. Anyway. I, I bet a lot. I bet a lot. I just, oh, gosh. And then they get all butt hurt when you don't answer, you know? It's like, really? You must be 18 because you get all butt hurt just because I don't answer, whatever. So, 
That's why I gave up dating sites. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, let's move on to our, wait, where are we at? We're at Weird News. We're, we're weird news. All right, what do we got for Weird News? <laughs> I'm just waiting for, for the applause to, to die down because, you know, Brock, and this is the interesting part about broadcasting live from the tournament. You don't know yep. when this stuff's going to happen. Yep, exactly. And, of course, <laughs> it's really loud right now when I'm supposed to be on the air talking. So, <laughs> so we'll see how this works out. Uh, right. No, some people just did some great things, and they're announcing them, and, and uh, yeah, they're just, they're just out there going nuts. So, cool. weird news. Police impersonator who pulled over real cops got probation. Akron, he Ohio. Over, he pulled over a yeah. real cop? <laughs> a real cop. Yeah, that's exactly what that deserved. He pulled over a real cop while he was impersonating an officer. An Ohio man who pulled over a detective. Now, this is the tricky part. He pulled over a plain clothes guy. Oh. The guy was caught in a suit or something. Mm -hmm. Not like he pulled over a a uniformed officer, because that'd be really stupid. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That would be, that would be, I think I told you before, I I saw World World's Worst Criminal episode one time where a guy tried to hold up a, a, a liquor store with a knife, and there was a uniformed cop in line behind him. <laughs> in uniform. I'm going, wow. come on. So, yep. so he pulled over this detective while impersonating a police officer, has been sentenced to 18 months of probation in order to undergo a mental health evaluation. 50-year-old David Schofield of Lancaster was sentenced Thursday in Akron a judge fined him $1,000 and ordered that that all content seized from his car, including a gun and law enforcement paraphernalia, be destroyed. Schofield was arrested October 13th after the detective said Schofield shined a spotlight into his car and swerved in front of him on, on, on Interstate 76 outside Akron. Schofield pleaded no contest last month to misdemeanor charges of impersonating an officer, mishandling a firearm, and obstructing official business. His attorney said Friday he pleased his client avoided jail. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Idiot. Oh man! Now what an idiot. entertainment news. Oh, this guy's a moron. Is <laughs> the title of this entertainment news piece? Oh, girl, oh, this is nice. They moved into team competition, so now it's going to get even louder. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should see this, Russ. These kids are synced to the max. That's cool. Everything together. <laughs> They're, they're key eyes at the same time. Uh, the announcement to the judges was all, all, all together, all in unison. Oh, these kids are amazing. This That's is, cool. This is what's great about doing this event. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, so Jean-Claude Van Damme support. This this article is titled Expendable Five. Expendable Five. The wife strikes back. Now, 
From what I understand, he is this is the second time he's divorced this woman. Oh, so they married they were married once before? Yes, from what I understand, it's in the article. It hmm. if uh marriage is blood sport, John Claude Van Damme's wife is tapping out again. Filing Aww. to divorce the action star for a second time. John Claude, now his great wife, Vlad, has filed divorce docs Wednesday in L.A., citing irreconcilable differences and pulling the plug on their 15-year marriage. Wow. Oh, wow. According to the docs, they separated on March 7th. They have two adult children, the Muslims from Brussels, and Gladys, who was a bodybuilder, were married once before from 87 to 92. The first time around, she's at... This time around, though, she's asking for spousal support, and she's also ditching the last name, which is really Van Berenberg, by the way. So it's not Van Dam. Oh, okay. John Claude Van Dam's an old pro. This is his fifth divorce, including the first one from Gladys. You know, wow. you, you know what Mark Stewart asked me? You know, I, was, I was doing some announcements for the Madison Hall of Fame, and my first Jake and instructor, Mark Stewart, Said, oh, maybe I can induct be inducted for the most marriages. He's on like marriage number four. <laughs> Gee whiz! <laughs> I know. Wow! Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, so they're on musical forums right now. That's why the music's so loud. Oh, okay. Well, you, it's not all I, that loud. So if your if your headset is noise canceling, it's it's doing a pretty good job. Because I can barely oh, really? hear the music. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can hear it, so that means it's really freaking loud over there. <laughs> yes, because so. it is loud. Yeah. So your your noise canceling is doing pretty good. So all right. Excellent. So um, unless there's anything else, um, let's do this. It's a little past 11:30 Pacific time. Let's take a short four-minute break, a little seventh-inning stretch, and when we come back, we'll be continuing to be broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational Tournament and hopefully talking to some of the people there. So don't go back. We'll, uh, don't don't go back. <laughs> That's what I get. I've got, like, three screens in front of me. i got my netbook. i got my laptop. I've got my other, and I just was reading something about we'll be right back. But anyway, <laughs> don't well, go away. because you know People think that all this is is talking on the phone. They don't realize we've got computers up and we're texting, we're Facebooking, we're doing all this stuff that they never see. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I should take a I should take a picture of what it normally looks like on my desk every time we do a show because it's it's funny. It's like there's coffee, there's a snack, there's like two uh, two laptops and probably even a, a tablet uh, and a phone. You know, and they're all and and they're all shows and stuff like that, and you know, and me and Bob are texting and trying to like uh, communicate with other people or other guests. It's 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 kind of tough, but anyhow, we'll be right back after this, and do come back, do come back. <laughs> we'll be back in about four minutes. A boy born in Joplin, Missouri, was fascinated by anything with wheels and a motor. The odds of him going on to fascinate millions with his talent. One in 260,000. The odds of him having 15 career NASCAR victories, one in 1.7 million. The odds of a child being diagnosed with autism, one in 68. I'm Jamie McMurray, and my niece has autism. 
Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. You know, a lot of kids in my neighborhood have really bullied me. There's these teenagers around my neighborhood who sometimes just ride around us on their bikes calling calling us swear words and like throwing stuff at us. He grabbed my jacket just to get in line first and he was running after me and then he grabbed me by the hood and I started choking. I wasn't doing anything. He called me gay because he didn't like me. Bullying is wrong because it like hurts people's feelings and it makes you feel bad about yourself. It can make someone feel uncomfortable and scare them and make them not want to go back to school. It lowers their self-esteem. And it doesn't just always hurt on the outside. It also hurts on the inside. But do you know what I say when he's bothering me? I say, don't do that. If you don't stop, then I'll go tell the teacher. Stop. Could you please not do that anymore? Stop. Stop bullying. This is not cool. Hi, folks. This is Ristita De Jesus of Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. And I just want to send a shout-out to a good friend of the Dynamic Dojo show, Mr. Justin Harvey. Now, Justin's got two big passions in the world, and those are radio and martial arts. A student of Frank Duke's, Justin is a true student of the arts. Now, Justin has cerebral palsy, but that doesn't stop him at all. In fact, if somebody says that something can't be done, Justin will just get out there and do it, no matter what. He's the host of The Justin Harvey Show and has had guests such as Cynthia Rothrock, Frank Dukes, Ernie Reyes Sr. and Jr., Eric Lee, and many more. The Justin Harvey Show is syndicated on iTunes. So what are you waiting for? Go check it out. Hi, this is Frank Dukes. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rasita and Robert, and we are broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational Tournament in Huntington Beach. And uh, my co-host, Sifu Robert Deal, is live at the venue. Let me bring up his mic here. And <laughs> I, had, I had to unmute my mic, too. Yeah. I think we should turn the phone over to Michelle and have her talk about her event today. How's that? Yes, that would be great. This is uh, Kumulua Michelle Manu. Michelle, how you doing today? Hello? Hey, Michelle, how you doing today? <laughs> Hi, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I hear you're going to be teaching today, right? 
I am. I'm going to leave here in 15 minutes and make my way to the next city over and teach a three-hour self-awareness defense class for women only. Very cool. Although I did. You'll find this funny. I had a gentleman actually um, RSVP and pay. <laughs> so, Are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. <laughs> what do you what, what? How do you do? How do you deal with something like that? Say sorry, guy. Here's your money back, or thanks for the donation. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if he uh, shows up, and that's going to be a little bit awkward. So that we'll is. See. It's uh, because the flyer itself said women only. It oh, is. To exclude yeah. men. This is a place for women to uh, share some of their experiences for other women to um, hear, you know, if they're so courageous enough and um, to cry if they have to, to um, mm-hmm. get free, <laughs> just, just to have another woman touch another woman and working a, a technique is hard for some women, you know. So yeah, it, it needs to be a safe, secure place for, you know, the women that aren't martial artists to come mm-hmm. and learn basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. Yeah. That's that's very cool, and I'm really glad you're offering this this workshop. And I I just think it's funny that a guy signed up and paid. Um. That's. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> now, but, like earlier, <laughs> I'm gonna joke about this. Earlier, I read a health news thing about how men's memories are worse than women's as as they decline in age. So I wonder if. Oh. The re- I wonder if reading comprehension is the same, too. <laughs> yeah, or age. I'm not quite sure how old this gentleman is, but, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but, yeah, I bet it's going to be a really great, really great workshop, and I hope you get a really awesome turnout because it's, oh, it's rare. Oh, thank you. It's rare that, that workshops like that happen where it's, like, safe, you know, no video allowed, you know, right. uh, top women for women, um, and, and gives them that opportunity to 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 feel safe while they're learning something as opposed to, you know, worrying about is there a guy in the room, you know, and you know, do I have to, like, put up this, like, tough facade, you know, that kind of thing, that it's okay, that it's okay to, to, uh, to I guess, uh, talk about what they're feeling with people that understand. So that's awesome. That's very cool. Oh, thank you. No, it's great. I mean, they're, they're even um, nervous to work out in front of other women. So to bring a man in would change the entire dynamic. And, you know, I think women are, no offense to all the amazing male self-defense instructors out there, but, you know, some guys just stand up there and they've got 1,900 black belt degrees and they just say, you just do this, this, and this. And the women are like, that's not going to work. They know. Women know. And so yeah. to, to watch a female that maybe has learned to use her core a little bit more and, and looks absolutely crazy getting out of a technique, mm-hmm. um, they realize that they're allowed to defend themselves. They're allowed to use their power. It doesn't matter if they don't look ladylike. They can learn these things, and they should. And they should make that decision that um, they're going to fight till the end because they will get hurt. And I'll tell the ladies today, you're going to get hurt, uh, just maybe a little bit, but maybe a lot. You have to mm-hmm. decide if anything happens, if it mm-hmm. happens, um, that you're going to keep going until you have no breath left in you. So exactly. I don't think we're used to hearing that, and um, it's, it's good to give them that permission. It's good to talk about it. Um, it is, it, and it, and this is why I think it's such a great uh, workshop uh, subject because, you know, like you said, you know, not to take away from the wonderful 
male martial artists out there, no, but the, the dynamics yeah. is different. And even the, the way that, that not all, but many men look at the uh, subject of self-defense, right? If, if, a, if a man is defending himself or even getting into a fight, they look at it a little bit differently. I'm assuming, I don't know, I'm not a guy, than we would. Uh, all I know is, is that I would think about a self-defense protection situation a little bit differently i don't have the strength i don't have that kind of the same amount of pounds per pressure per square inch as a man would have and um and uh, i know that we're not going to look ladylike we're going to look like rabid animals when we we fight and we're not going to look good and we're not going to look macho and it's just going to be it's just different and i and i like the fact that your workshop is really going to focus on that to for women to own their power and and know that it's okay to have it. So thank you, and I think it's you know oh. men don't have to be that aware. It's interesting. I spend so much time with well-established martial artists that are male. They don't pay attention. To, I just can see it. They don't pay attention to their surroundings as much as I do, or other mm-hmm. female martial artists. It's, I think that the probability of us having an, you know, not an altercation, but an, an, a possible issue is far more significant than with a guy. I mean, you know, me and Bob, Bob, we could be in one place. No one's going to mess with Bob. They'll mess with me. <laughs> yeah. It's much higher. They would choose me as the target versus Bob. So yeah. it, It's interesting that you say that because I, I, I was uh, looking through my news feed today on Facebook and I saw this uh, video that uh, had gone viral a couple of years ago, it was about some lady that had parked her car um, inside her gated driveway or whatever. And just before the gate closed, a couple of guys on motorcycle on a motorcycle, you know, stopped. And one guy managed to get off the motorcycle and, and get through the gate before it closed all the way oh and tried God. to grab her purse. And you, you've seen this, I'm sure. And uh, she knees him in the helmeted head and then throws him behind a barbecue and proceeds to beat the crap out of him and stuff. And a lot of people are saying, oh, that's fake. That's fake. That was staged. That's fake and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and I, I had to stop and think, well, you know, even if it is staged, you know, why is it that, and it was mainly guys that said it was fake. Why is it that people think it's, why can't a woman defend herself? You know, um, and of course, people were like starting to get technical. Well, you know, uh, why would would you know what I mean? (laughs) People got technical. Well, let's look at the staging of this and this and that. Why would he throw him behind a barbecue? And I'm like, well, why not? Was she supposed to go? Oh, look, there's a security camera on the side of this apartment complex. Maybe I should like throw this guy on the ground in front of the camera instead of behind where he happened to land. You know what I mean? And and a lot of uh, one woman. Um, commented and she said, you know, you know, I, I, although it might be staged, I don't think it's, I don't think the possibility is fake. And a guy uh, responded and said, you're seeing what you want to see. This is so fake. This is, there's no way a woman could do that to a guy. And I was like, are you serious? So, yeah, I was like, should I respond or not? You know? <laughs> Oh, I have to go on from here. I mean, yeah. can a woman, can a woman not, you know what? Let them think we can because they'll be sorely surprised. surprised that exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> again, so yeah. you know, all these gender stereotypes and just because we can take pride in what we look like doesn't mean that we're a bunch of pushovers. You know, yeah. some women are tired of being that car that guys have to acquire to make them more cool. 
uh, right. blacking okay. now. So yeah, interesting right. stuff. And, and you know, I don't know if we'll ever get rid of that, but there are more yeah, women right. warriors that are finding uh, what's been hidden inside of them um, mm-hmm. more and more lately. So there's going to be more of a, a stance. It's not belligerent, we hate men type of stance. It's, you know, being okay, being comfortable in our skin, saying, no, that doesn't exactly. work for me. Exactly. Um, I'd love to have... A, exactly. And I'd love to have um, another, like, uh, uh, a forum show about this subject, about women owning their power, because um, we don't do too many of those shows. I think we've only done, like, two in the wow, last count three years. Yeah, I was going to say, and Michelle, I hope you're in on this, because... Um, because, you know, we've done women in the martial arts, but that particular episode was more about, you know, women doing martial arts and, and the problems that they face. But we didn't get too much into, like, the, the you know, the gender stereotyping and stuff like that. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it in the next few months. Like, well, probably not summer. <laughs> it's, summer's really busy for everyone, including you. So we'll, we'll see how it works. Yeah, it's uh, going to be it's gonna be cool. And Palma is so looking forward to your to your uh, presence in August. We uh, we just got done with our board meeting. Yeah, yeah, we just got done with our board meeting this 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 morning, and uh, and we announced that you and uh, uh, Master Suji Fong and Katie Casada are going to be our invited teachers. And uh, I can't. I can't divulge the other teachers yet because we haven't of course. Them yet. But, you know, we're so looking forward to it. And the whole board was like, is she going to bring those weapons? Is she going to bring those weapons? I'm like, ah. they're like, Rusty, get a hold of Michelle. Get a hold of Michelle. I'm like, okay, okay. I am. I'm bringing the weapons. We're going to remove the shark teeth, though. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like um, I think it would be really cool if, um, you know, will you have – would it be possible to have weapons for, for sale? I mean, that's a lot, you know, I'm pretty sure like every woman there would want one of them, but I don't want to put you in that situation. But I was just wondering, I just wanted to throw it out there because that's a lot of you know, work. I can, I can bring a couple. Um, the thing is, there's so many, we can customize it. So say someone really, I like to fit it to the person's hand too, you know. Oh, and, I and So it'd be like individual order. Yeah, yeah, there's actually the wood. I mean, it's up to the, the practitioner if they want cedar or birch or poplar, mm-hmm. uh, even koa in the type mm-hmm. of stain or no stain or semi-gloss or no gloss mm-hmm. or glossy. There's all oh, these cool. options. Um, so That's I can bring much. a couple. Yeah, and, um, you know, for sale, but they would just be like my practice, what I make for practice weapons, which I, I tend to like the harder, uh, darker stained wood. So, um that works for me, but someone may like the blonde, you know, the white. <laughs> someone may like yeah. the cleaner, a cherry finish, or, um, you know, there's all different types. So, um, yeah, I definitely Very would I'll bring some. We'll, you know, I'll have a price list also. So. Oh, okay, great. Awesome. That would that would be awesome. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure a lot of women will be placing orders with you at camp, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my pleasure. Actually, for self-defense, I'm thinking of taking the strangling cord and making it pink um, or purple. <laughs> so uh, women can carry it with them at any yeah. time, and no one would know it's actually a weapon. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. That would that would be awesome. <laughs> Pink, lavender, purple. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Yeah, well, yeah. Thank you so much for talking with me. I hope you have a great rest of the show, and 
Yeah, I can, we will uh, let you get going you. there. For- yeah, no, thanks for having me on. I'm a relentless supporter of Dynamic Dojo. Everywhere I go, I'm Dynamic Dojo'd out. <laughs> Why don't we get that on Dynamic Dojo? Well, have you been on Dynamic Dojo? Do you listen? I'm like the number one sales lady. Awesome. Thank you so much. Anna, great oh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Have a great workshop. Okay. Yes, and you have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. And that was Kumalua Michelle Manu. Hey. There we go. Right. I'm back online. Right on. Now, how did she do that where she her her uh her voice was really quiet and now yours is really noisy. She was on the same phone. No yeah, but but see I have my Bluetooth in. When I handed her the phone I shut off my Bluetooth. Oh, I see. I got it. Okay. See? I got it. That's cool. Awesome. She awesome. didn't say something stupid like she loves wood, right? No. <laughs> I, Although, I almost made that a song? comment. I almost made I almost made a, a joking comment to to joke about you, uh, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I I figured that was dumb. But did you hear that thump? So she just pounded me right in the chest. She slapped my chest. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh Yeah, I almost said I'll return the favor, but then she would have hit me again. That was called the hey. That was the hey. The hey. No wonder it's stung. Yeah. So it looks it looks like it looks like they're prepping for uh for uh uh for Kumite. Oh right. People out here practicing. Uh really cool Benny the Jet just walked by. I've got uh, Neil Harden, one of the ambassadors of the Hall of Fame actions, one of the uh, originators, which I didn't know that until just now. He started the Madison Hall of Fame in 99 with Steve Spock. Oh, wow. And I didn't know that until just now, until he said something. Because I asked him if he was going to be there, and he said he started it. He better be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds pretty, it sounds pretty, uh, yeah, it sounds pretty loud over there. It sounds like it's going to be really cool over it's, there. It's going to be neat. great. Looks like That's we have awesome. a lot of great competitors. Uh, they limited it this year. I saw Bob's announcement where it was only going to be only, that's still a big tournament, 350 competitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that must be throughout the day. There have not been that many competitors here. Wow. Maybe in uh, in Kumite uh, it's a little more. Mm-hmm. But this is great. We've got people walking around, talking to people, people practicing. We've got Kumalu Michelle, we've got Neil, we've got Bob wandering around, Barbara. This is an, an unbelievable event. And, and it's for a great cause. It is. It is. Royal Family Kids Camp, a camp that uh, benefits neglected and abused children. So yeah, go go check it out. Check it out. Um, let me see if I can. I think you can just look up Royal Family. Let me see here. Let me double check on that, listeners. Royal Family. Now, I'm not Kids sure camp. if they spell the if they spell camp with a K or a C. Oh, it's just Royal Family Kids. Royal Family oh, okay. Kids. dot org, and their tagline is confronting abuse, changing lives, and. Um, <clears throat> Let me uh, get to the page here real quick just so I can tell our listeners a little bit more about Royal Family Kids because this is an important um, organization. Um, 
let's see here. Da, da, da. If you're married, you know that. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, you, know, you remember all those stress balls we got last year for uh, Dragon Fest? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm handing them out, and uh, I'm really concentrating on the on the, the married and, and people with children because they need it more than anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, I, I I just realized that. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. I can't find my, I, yeah, I know. I, I had to think about that. I had to find my, uh, I don't even know where my rim shot is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So a little bit about Royal Family Kids. Um, it's uh, the nation's leading network of kids camps and mentor clubs for children of abuse, abandonment, and neglect. And uh, just some things here, listeners. Annually, about 3.6 million cases of child abuse, neglect, or abandonment are reported in America. And one of these victims dies every six hours due to that abuse. Uh, But you can make a difference through your support of Royal Family Kids. Please make a donation. It's a 501c3 tax-exempt public charity, and donations are tax-deductible as allowed by law. And um, in case you want to jot this down, Royal Family Kids, their federal tax ID is 33-0380021. Please consider going to Royal Family Kids and making a donation to this wonderful organization because um, they have mentor clubs and camps all around the country. And the founders are oh Wayne and Diane Tesh. So, you know, please. Oh, my God. Uh, do you know who's here? Who's that? Bill Rianzaki. Oh, he is? Oh, right on. Yeah. Very he was cool. taking a picture with Benny the Jet. Oh, cool. Right on. Wow. Now, are they there primarily for support and appearance, or are they uh, Are they going to judge? Are they? Does anyone well, know? No, Benny has a booth here. Uh, I don't know why Bill's here. Oh, right on. Well, he's—I will just say he's coming to support. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty much what it is. So like Michelle, give him support. Oh, thank you, sweetie. She gave me a nice little kiss on the cheek. So now my day's Aww. made. I can I can go on living. <laughs> I can go on living. But I did meet my mic and t- and told her what somebody said last night. When I saw her to give her a big kiss for him. Uh huh. And then she asked me who. <laughs> so I ain't telling. Oh my God. Nah, Michelle's sweet. I love Michelle. So she means the world to the show and everybody. She's so, such a cool person. And I hope her event, she says she's got 10 signed up so far. What was this, though, that she announced that she actually has a guy that signed up? Yeah, there was a guy that signed up for for her workshop and actually paid. And I asked, well, how is that going to work? Because <laughs> it's a women's only thing. You know, are you going to say, wow, you know, come on in? Uh, or, gee, thanks for the donation, but sorry. You know, I mean, so that's going to be a little awkward. But she's just saying, you know, if he shows up, if he, if he shows up, he shows up, I'll deal with it then. And if he doesn't show up, it's a donation to a good cause. So and I'm well, like, okay, maybe yeah. he, maybe he's gonna walk in and she's gonna say, "My hooky has just arrived." Yeah, right. I joked about it. I said, I said, yeah. I told Bob just a little bit ago. Uh, I was uh, I was reading off this uh, health article about how men's 
memories are declined and are worse than women's. And I wonder if reading comprehension is worse with guys, too. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Oh, but, uh, funny. No. Remember, you're my straight man, remember? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. These are, these are jokes now, to me. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I just want to back up a little bit. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Master Bill Ryusaki because uh, some of the listeners that might be listening might have no idea who Master Ryusaki is, and he is one of the guy. One of the what's the word I'm looking for? Pioneer. He's a pioneer of Kempo here in the United oh, States. Oh, absolutely. Right? absolutely. Yeah, he was. He trained with uh, with uh, Grandmaster Ed Parker, and uh, and was one of the people that brought it. Um, brought Kempo to the main, and uh, yeah, and uh, has a and I think when he I think he opened up his his first school like sometime back in the sixties. I don't know when. I think you know more about Bill than I do, but it's well. Like, you know, I was at Bill's school one day, and he actually has him has a famous picture actually him next to Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and 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 uh, when he was younger, he he bore somewhat of a uh, a little bit of a resemblance to him too. You know, the square jaw and the same haircut and and stuff like that. You know, it's uh it's great. So yeah, you know, that's the bill. He's he's the man. And he is one <laughs> of the nicest guys. He was the guy I saw him at Cecil People's Tournament March Madness. And I said, Sensei. And he says, you call me Bill. I was like, <laughs> I don't No, I don't. <laughs> I can't do that just because that's just how there my are certain people. Is. There's Benny the Jet. There's Bill Wallace. Uh, he's the people. Uh, Bill Rizaki. Those are some of the people you don't. I, I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now uh, Master Rizaki also taught Benny, right? Yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, he taught Benny um, and Cecil Peoples. Um, yes. So that's, I mean, that's, that's that's saying a lot about this this great pioneer of Kempo. And we hope to talk with uh, Sensei Bill and uh, and uh, Sensei Benny here pretty soon, hopefully. But I'm sure they're really busy doing photo ops. Well, people are just surrounding them. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I saw Bill come in, and he hasn't made it all the way over to me yet. People oh. are stopping him <laughs> before we can interview him. Oh, yeah. yeah and, you know, and I've been after Benny uh, for a long time. I have emailed him. Somebody else got back to me because, you know, some of those guys, they have their emails monitored by other people. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, and he said, oh, no problem. We'll do it. It got down to me. Jacob Bressler, one of uh, Benny's oldest students, said, do you want me to ask, ask Sensei Benny? I said, please. And I still haven't heard. So, wow. Yeah, but these guys, when they reach that level, they're doing seminars every weekend. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're you know, busy they're, and They're popular. traveling. They're doing something. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. 
Now, for our listeners out there that are just now tuning in, I just want to remind everyone that we are broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational Tournament in Huntington Beach, California. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll get to talking with uh, some of the well-knowns over there, Benny the Jet Urquides and uh, Sensei Bill Ryusaki. Um, and a lot of people, we just got done talking to Kumulu and Michelle Manu. So hopefully we'll get a chance to speak with them. Um, but speaking about tournaments, um, I got a message about, do you know when the Battle of Atlanta is this year? And uh, I actually do. It's uh, June 19th. Or wait, is it June 19th? June 19th through the 20th. Let me get my notes back up here. June 19th through the 20th of this year um, at the Renaissance Atlanta Waverly Hotel and Convention Center. And uh the Battle of Atlanta, if you're not familiar with it, is uh, one of the biggest tournaments in the United States, and they're affiliated with uh, NASCA and PKA. So, oh, cool. um, yeah, it's a really, it's a really good, um, really great tournament. Um, that was actually one of the tournaments that I uh, wanted to uh, compete in before I got into Wushu, when I was still doing NBL and SKI tournaments and stuff like that. And I told myself, I'm going to go to the Battle of Atlanta. And then I got into Wushu and went, well, screw that. I want to go World International Championships. <laughs> now, the, the Battle of Atlanta is considered a World Championship, um, but I just decided to go Wushu instead and uh, go international yeah, that weren't, way. Weren't you very high-ranked in Wushu internationally? Um, I was a three-time, uh, three-time USAWKF international champion and a one-time champion um world champion for tai chi and uh then i injured myself and it's like well so much for that so <laughs> ah. well, yeah well, I was, you said to me the other day we found out somebody was fabricating his his biography that he was he wasn't a ninth or a tenth degree he was really only second and you said yeah. sec, second was the best time of my life because i could still, still do stuff exactly Exactly. And there's nothing. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being a second Don. You know, you don't have to, you know, pad your resume to make an impact in the world. And that was the conversation that we had. And, um, so, yeah. you know, to to reiterate for our listeners, we had a we had a, a conversation about people, um, you know, padding their resumes and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I'm going to I'd like to get into that and get into you know, when people blame other people for padding their resumes when they really hadn't. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I said, you know, when I was a second degree, that was when I could still do stuff. I could jump. I could run without my hip going, hey, you need a new one. Uh, <laughs> you know, I could do a lot of stuff. And, um, and now it's kind of like, you know, as we age, as martial artists, you know, me and Bob, you know, we just have to find ways for ourselves to be able to, to generate the power without hurting ourselves and to fight smarter. Um, and that's, uh, that's the key for as you hit middle age and stuff like that is to fight smarter. Now, to get to people that, um, that accuse other people of padding resumes uh, when they hadn't, um, all I really got to say is do your research. You know, I've met too many people that will accuse other people of padding their resumes and promoting themselves when they had indeed been legitimately promoted by the founders of systems to that rank. And, um, you know, like, for example, like Soke Greg, let's just say, 
He is the soke of his system, but he's not like 75 years old. That's a legitimate rank because it was given to him by his soke from his deathbed. You know, I mean, why is it that there's rank police out there saying you got to be 85 to be a soke? You know, why can't why can't a soke pass it on to who he feels is the most, you know, able to pass on the lineage if they can't anymore, right? So anyway. Oh, we need to have another show about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Now, um, some other tournaments, um, since we're speaking about tournaments, um, let me get back to the other notes here. Where is it? Uh, Okay, Texas. Let's let's look for, oh, my goodness. There's a lot of tournaments in Texas, but the the closest one to now um, is uh, April 11th and April 18th. April 11th is the Space City Open. Can I interrupt you for one second? Of course. I've got Barbara White with me. Happy birthday, by the way, Barbara. Uh, I would like you to talk to her. I'm live on the air with Dynamic Dojo Radio, and I'd like for you to explain more about Royal Family Kids Camp, what the tournament does. So I'm going to turn the phone over to her, Rusty. All right, sounds good. I just turned off my head. Hello. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for joining us. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you. Good awesome. day for a birthday today. It is. Bob and I were uh, were admiring the the sounds. Well, at least I was admiring the sounds <laughs> of the, of that busy tournament, and I'm really glad the turnout was uh, really good there for for your birthday celebration, I guess, of sorts. So, and uh, earlier, uh, Robert and I were talking uh, about Royal Family Kids Camp and how great of an association or organization it is. Excuse me, uh, but I was wondering if we could hear from you. Uh, about uh, how this tournament uh, benefits Royal Family Kids and about Royal Family Kids as an organization. Okay, I'll, I'll explain first about Royal Family Kids. It's a it's a now worldwide organization. It was started by Wayne and Diane Tesh. I can't get the exact dates. I think about 20, 25 to 30 years ago. It mm-hmm. started at Church Newport Mesa. And what they did is had a vision that they just wanted to provide maybe a week-long camp for children who have been taken out of the, or they are in the court system, maybe they've been taken out of their homes, um, maybe they're in foster care group homes due to um, some form of abuse or neglect. And mm-hmm. so they had the first camp up in um, in Pinecrest, which is Lake Arrowhead, which is where we the camp still is going on, and they had about mm-hmm. 30 kids there at that time. And the camp went really well and um, had the second year, third year, et cetera, and started catching on. And more and more churches wanted to get involved. And so mm-hmm. the way that it runs is that an individual church or organization will be responsible solely for putting on that particular camp. Mm-hmm. So we may, and throughout the world, there may be three or four camps going on at the same time, just different locations. But oh, cool. We, is responsible for raising all of the funds for that camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, at our camp at Pinecrest, I'm a nurse up there. And this is my ninth year up there, and I run a karate program as well, which is such a great thing for these kids who've never put on a uniform to put on a uniform and, mm-hmm. and, and they feel like they're, you know, they have a self-respect, and it's just a cool program up there. But mm-hmm. I, um, 
aside from, from that, we have about 96 kids uh, at our camp every year. That's probably about the largest camp. But there's now camps wow. in Chile and there's um, in Australia and um, South Africa as well. So it just has really caught on. Our tournament um, started, let's see, we started our tournament. This is our 10th year. And mm-hmm. I think you probably heard the story. We started in the parking lot at our studio, and we, we were able to raise about $12,000. And mm-hmm. we gave it to well, the church that we support, Royal Families. And then every year it seems that it's doubled. And this year to date, I think we'll have um, contributed about 600000 to Royal Families. So it's just a it's a great thing because the Kempo, the martial arts community at large, so I think, you know, we've got friends in from Ireland and all over the United States that um, really have a heart for kids and really have a desire to to do something to to help these children that have been through such you know terrible things in their life. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so it's our tenth year now. So it's we're actually we're running ahead of time, believe it or not, for a karate tournament. Wow. And, um, <laughs> so a lot of excitement here. We've been able to raffle off some bicycles and uh, skateboards for some of the kids. And um, anyway, so it's just been a, it's been a real good weekend. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and, and thanks. And thank you so much. And uh, thanks to Professor Bob for making sure that, that your tournament is, is part of Royal Family Kids. And, um, you know, me and me and uh, Sifu Robert are gonna try our best to make sure that we uh, support and and uh, get the word out there about Royal Family Kids, and to also support your tournament as well because it's it's such a it's such a big thing for Royal Family Kids. So thank you so much for your involvement you for, with that. And for your time and interest and everything, I really truly appreciate that. Oh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for a great tournament and and happy birthday and uh thank you for being a part of Royal Family Kids. You're awesome, welcome. Awesome. All righty. Thank a- you. Awesome. Very cool. There we go. How yeah. cool is that? That, that was, was Barbara White. Uh, her birthday is today, and she did a wonderful job for a very, very worthwhile cause. Talk about listening to one end of a conversation, though. <laughs> I know. You know, I, we we got to figure out a way for for uh, getting you a uh, 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 like a desk mic or something like that. Um, and I'll look into that. I had a desk mic that I that I brought the last time, and it's gone. I don't know what happened to it. Um, so I'm going to have to like get another one. Um, and if I find another one, uh, I'll, uh, well, I'll, I'll buy two and I'll send you one. <laughs> so, and then, so that way you can get two headphones, two actual headphones, um, and, uh, and, uh, and a desk mic. So that way you can hear everything. I think that'd be kind of cool. That would awesome. be kind of cool. Uh, I think well, there's yeah. a little break right now in between. No, in fact, they're setting up for Kuma J right now. Okay. Uh, a couple fights going on. Uh, it's just an amazing. I, I, I'm having such a blast down here. This is great. It's it's always it's always so much fun to 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 be at tournaments, especially broadcasting. But but it's tough. So for our listeners out there, it's tough to broadcast live from live venues like this, especially a tournament, because you've got so many distractions, so much noise. 
um, you know, and uh, to keep focused and to to look at your computers and to look at your phone and stuff like that. It's, it's so hard. So kudos to Bob. Everyone, give a big round of a big round of applause. Are you, to, are to you Bob. kidding me? I've got the easy part right now. It's you that has. Oh, I'm doing. I have nothing in front of me, so all I'm doing is talking. <laughs> You've got three well, computers plus your your all of your windows open and your phone and your texting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I'm. That's usually me on Sundays. <laughs> But we'll give you we'll we'll give you kudos anyway because uh, you're I mean you're there you're there so here's your prize. So. Yeah, but the challenge uh, is the noise. Now I didn't realize you can hear me pretty well. Uh, how was Barbara's uh, conversation? Was was she oh, at a normal level? Because your Bluetooth was off, so uh, that was really cool. Really nice, and you remember she taught for me a couple years ago at the Masters. She taught the uh, woman's self-defense class. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you do. Okay, cool. I remember that because we managed to get a little sound bite of um, her talking about um, um, her workshop and uh, being at the. Oh, that's right. We did. I forgot about that. Right, just before the seminar, we got that sound bite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was really cool, and it was a pleasure to meet her. Um, so that's that's very cool. Awesome, She's a awesome. very very nice nice lady. Yeah, definitely. And, and, Barbara, member, and Bob, of course, was on the show, so yep. we got we found out a little bit about him. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, and I can't say this enough. Donate to Royal Family Kids, you guys. It's worldwide. It's a worldwide organization, and it's the leading network of camps and mentor groups for neglected, abandoned, and abused kids. Uh, come on, folks, you know, yeah. just dig in your pocket, even if it's 10 bucks, because it's a great, uh, it's a great, I feel like I should be doing a telethon <laughs> for them. Now, did you um, learn more about it? Because you and I really didn't know that much about Royal Family Kids. Did yeah, she well, enlighten I, us? Well, she, she, I remember uh, when Bob White was on the show with us, he did give us a rundown uh, about it. Um, but uh, Barbara did give a very uh, succinct uh, description of it, um, of the uh, organization and how the Invitational Tournament um, has been involved with it. Uh, this year's their 10th year being involved with Royal Family Kids, and uh, they love it. They, they love being a part of it, and, uh, you know, and I thanked her for having this tournament being uh, a part of such a great organization. So. Oh yeah, and remember what Bob was saying though that if he would have looked on the map where this place was and could have go to a demo for this group, he never would have gone. Yeah. Because it was so far away. Mhm. And I'm glad he didn't look at the map. Yeah, yeah, because you know, but now that it's worldwide. You know, each organization, be it a church or, a, you know, private organization that wants to hold a camp for this event, uh, for the for the uh, Royal Family Kids, um, they, they, they do it on their own. Um, however, Royal Family Kids is there to, you know, provide support, um, tips and, and uh, other materials for each camp. That kind of thing, and I, and I think it's a beautiful idea. Um, 
to, to have uh, fundraising camps like that um, or to um, have camps that focus on bringing in, um, you know, kids or foster kids that have uh, previously been neglected, abused, or abandoned. Because uh, when it comes to kids and the words neglected, abused, or abandoned, it really, really uh, puts my, you know, puts my heart in, like, overdrive because it's like it just hurts me to think that, someone would neglect, abuse, or abandon a child, right? You know, it's right. like, oh, gosh. So, you know, I yeah. So please, folks, you know, dig in your pockets, even if it's 10 bucks. Go to royalfamilykids.org, donate, because every dollar helps get these camps up off the ground for, for these kids and for um, other kids in charity um, for Royal Family Kids. So, yay. Now. Uh, I forgot where I left off, and I just remembered. Speaking of tournaments and and uh, uh, stuff like that, I left off at tournaments. So I wanted to just introduce another tournament um, on uh, April 11th. It's the Space City Open Nationals, and the organizer is none other than Linda Denley. And uh, for those of you that don't know who Linda Denley is, Linda Denley is one of the pioneers of uh, of uh, karate um, for the for women. She was a, uh, a, a very skilled uh, point fighter, uh, and if I rem- if I remember, did did Linda get into kickboxing like Grace Kelly did? I don't remember. Do you remember Bob? No, I don't remember her name at all in the kickboxing Linda- circuit. Yeah, yeah. So, but I do remember her um, in tournament circuits, you know, back in the late seventies and the early eighties. So, uh, Space City Open Nationals. She's the organizer, Houston, Texas. Um, questions? You can call her at two eight one three nine seven nine nine two four. And uh, another one in April is April eighteenth, and that's a Wild West Karate Championships in Abilene, Texas. And uh, that's organized by Larry Fields. Phone number three two five five one eight two two six one. And those are uh, those are some of that. And um, I wish I had more for the West Coast. Uh, but everything's like Midwest or East Coast. Uh, but there is another tournament in Florida, actually, and this is a this is kind of a uh, fundraiser, so to speak. It's more of a canned food drive, and it's a uh, this is a Kick Hunger's Butt canned food drive martial arts tournament. It's going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. The organizer there is Young Smith the Third, um, and you can uh, email Young underscore Orange Park at yahoo.com or call 904-868-8346. So uh, those are some of the recent tournaments. 28th. That's, that's, that's a Saturday. lot of tournaments. Well, we're in the tournament season right now. Yeah, it's tournament season. Florida has a bajillion tournaments. They've got like the um, – uh, They've got, like, the Gator Nationals. Oh, that's another big one. The Gator Nationals, May 8th and 9th, Charlie Lane. Um, email Lane at gator-nationals.com. That's a big tournament also. Um, then there's um, the U.S. Open, another big tournament, July 3rd and 4th. Uh, Mike yeah, McCoy that's huge. Yeah, the Mike McCoy and Mike Sawyer are the organizers for that, and you can uh, get information at help at usopen-karate.com. Um, and then you've got the uh, uh, national championships, um, Disney's WWE Worldwide 
uh, yeah, it's going to be held at Disney's worldwide. I forgot what the F stands for, but it's the arena thing there in Orlando. Um, and you can get more information about the, the Nationals at info at kickusa.com. So many great tournaments, and that's just uh, that's just in Florida. There's also a bunch in Texas, North Carolina, Maryland, and, and uh, South Carolina. Um, the USKA World Championships is going to be in Florida. Uh, but I can't get information about that. I'm just getting this, like, flooding in through um, through this particular ticker. Um, but, yeah, so, so many other karate tournaments. It's tournament season. Um and uh, for the parents out there, if you're interested in getting your kids into martial arts, have them watch a tournament. Uh, have them watch a tournament as, uh, also in addition to visiting martial arts schools. Because you get to see, you know, all the kids from all levels competing at their very best. And you can see the potential um, that your child also can have if they get into martial arts. So, you know, go check out tournaments also, uh, whether it's BJJ, Open Body, or whatever. Oh. You know, I keep approaching Benny, and I keep getting show blocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is why you need a big microphone, you know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> me and Bob yeah, have plans. Yeah, because think I'm on the phone, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and me and Bob have these plans for hopefully this year. It's just a matter of the money. We want to get bigger microphones. We want to get microphone tents. That, that actually identify us as being part of the media. We wanna we wanna get uh, more headphones and and, uh, and better ways to do um, um, like live uh, live uh, venue type of broadcasting equipment and stuff like that. So yeah, and someone someone um, someone once suggested that I should do a crowdfunding thing. Um, you know, like get on those crowdfunding sites and say, hey, help out Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio, get the equipment they need. And I'm like, you know, I don't know about that because, I mean, largely what we do is volunteer folks. We don't get paid for this. You know, we do this because we love martial arts and we want to market other people. That's our that's our goal. We don't do this for the money. Um, so it's going to feel kind of weird for me to ask for money for something that we volunteer for, but I don't know. I'll I'll think about it. You know, email know us. Sometimes, email Mary, us I let us know. Oh, go ahead. What's, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, get on Facebook and Facebook us, me, uh, me or Robert Field, and let us know what you guys think, listeners. Should we go crowdfunding and ask for, like, donations? Because we need, Mike, we need at least uh, three, three or four better quality microphones. We have we have microphones right now, but we need better quality microphones, uh, preferably uh, Bluetooth connected or uh, radio connected. Um, we need microphones. We need microphone tents. We need uh, uh, table microphones. Uh, we need headphones for guests. Uh, so that way they don't have to pass around a phone. Basically, we want, we want to look a little more professional so that we, we can market you. We can market your school, your teachers, your seminars a little bit better when we're on uh, when we're on live venues. Um, so anyway, let us know what you think. Should we go crowdfunding and uh, get donations to help Dynamic Dojo spread the word about martial arts? So. Let us know. I really, I'm kind of like on the fence about it because, like I said, we don't make money doing what we do. We spend the time doing this because we love martial arts and we want to market other people. But, eh, I don't know. 
But if the consensus says we should crowdfund, then we'll crowdfund. But I, I'm on the fence. <laughs> I'm on the fence. Right, right. So any, anyway. It's, it's, it's funny. I'm seeing people I know now. I, I saw one guy I've seen like several times, and he's around here. I, I can't even. One of these guys, you, you meet so many people that you forget names. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. It makes I know. I feel just, kind of stupid. <laughs> it's like, okay. it does, because I've seen this guy at several events. Mm-hmm. And we've talked. We've shaken hands. I know his face. I have no clue what his name is. In fact, it was funny. One time I was standing in Starbucks, and this guy, I guess we went to school together. Mm-hmm. He started talking to me, knows me by name, leaves. My son looks at me, says, Dad, who was that? I said, I have no idea. And the lady in front of me <laughs> started laughing because she saw what went on. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty funny. I I, I do that all yeah. the time too. I recognize faces, but um, I I find it hard to do names, especially if it's more than two people that get introduced to me at the same time. Um, so if I get introduced to a whole class of kids, forget it. It's like I I'll know I'll I'll recognize you again, but I won't remember your name, um, just because I'm terrible like that. So. But anyhow, <laughs> so listeners, if you want to just call up and say hello, give us a call, 347-677-0699. We're broadcasting live from the Bob and Barbara White Invitational Tournament. We're having a great time. Bob's having a great time. He's actually there. I'm still here at the studio because I can't get there. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> oh, there's that photo. I, I didn't see the photo that I was tagged in. I didn't know Michelle. I, now, did you post that or did Michelle? I've posted it, and it automatically tagged you somehow. Yeah, remember, you know, it's got like phase recognition software or something, because I'll do that. I'll upload a photo, and all of a sudden, all these tags will come across it. Yeah, and I think I think it'll only tag if it's if it's a re, if it's a good like front face photo, but if it's like you know sideways yeah. or something like that, it'll like tag somebody else. So so yeah. Um, but yeah, it it tagged you, and uh, you know it's uh, really cool that you're there uh, in Huntington Beach and uh, doing the uh, doing the thing. Now, how far is Huntington Beach from Burbank? Uh, fifty miles. Oh, okay. So it is a little bit of a drive. It is. You know, it's, it's about an hour give or take. It's forty nine miles from Starbucks to here, which is right mm. up the street from the house anyway. I had to grab my copy. Of course. <laughs> of course. Had to. Uh, I don't know what happened since they Riyasaki. He's gone. I was on for like Aww. a second. He's vanished. Maybe, I, I don't think he judges anymore. Not that he can. I don't think he just does. He just shows up for support. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's really cool of him to do that. So are there any uh, competitors? Uh, are there any competitors uh, that are just milling about that we can talk to? No, no, there's not because I was, I was just out in front of the table. I was looking around, and... Uh, no, there's not. There's a bunch of people in front of Benny's table that are talking his ear off. Really, trying to piss me off. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sort of looking for since I filmed those guys and and maybe some competitors, but uh, they're not they're not coming out. I think the competitors are either on the other side or hanging out inside the ring. Uh, there's some good some good sparring going on right now. 
Uh, last time I was here was for the OC Championship. That was about four years ago with uh, Craig Carter when 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 my son and I were on good terms. And I wish uh-huh. I knew what happened. <laughs> oh. Everybody says, how's your son? I don't know. He only calls <laughs> me no on idea. something. And yeah. he doesn't want anything about him. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something happened. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think any rounds are done yet with uh, Kata. Oh, okay. I hear the announcements going on. Oh, you know what? I just found um, another ticker for the Pacific Northwest as far as uh, martial arts oh, cool. calendar of events. So um, just to put out some other tournaments out there, uh, April 11th. Um, the Oregon Taekwondo Championship is going to be at the Harrisburg High School uh, gym. And if you want uh, more information, you go to www.weteachconfidence.com or you can email info at weteachconfidence.com. Um, April 25th, Battle of the Champions um, is at Blanchett Catholic High School, and that's at 4373 Market Street. And this is in Oregon, Salem, Oregon. And the uh, tournament promoters there are Dave and Gigi Wolf. Uh, you want to call 503-362-3538, or you can go to HTTP www.davestkd.com. And another cool tournament, uh, one I've been to before, this is the Siskiyou Showdown in Central Point, Oregon. This is going to be at Cascade Christian High at 557 Mitchell Way in um, Central Point, Oregon. You want to email Siskiyou Showdown. Let me spell Siskiyou for people. It's S-I-S-K-I-Y-O-U. Siskiyou Showdown at gmail.com. Oh, my goodness. And then um, coming up is a big Taekwondo tournament called the Washington Games. Uh, and uh, this particular tournament is great for athletes who have little or no experience in prior taekwondo tournaments. And uh, the structure of this tournament is meant to be, um, uh, you know, safe and nurturing and fun for for kids who's uh, who who will be competing in taekwondo for the very first time. And uh, you want to go to www.wah. W-A, that's W-A-Games.com, www.W-A-Games.com. And um, I think that's it for any recent uh, martial arts uh, events and tournaments for the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Awesome. Wow. You know, I'm, it's funny. I'm looking at the, at the gear on the competitors today. And it's mm-hmm. really come a long way since we were we were coming up in the ranks. You know, mm-hmm. where that non multicolored before it was like black or red. And yeah. When it started, it was black. That was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I see, you know, blue, and the girls are wearing pink now. Really? Yeah. So we're in pink, pink, uh, uh, pink headgear, pink gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, pink shoe uh, pads, the whole thing, yeah, including the the ones that go all the way up your chin pads, your your foot protection. Those are all uh-huh. multicolored now, and you can get them to match wow. the key. Like some of the students are wearing uh, blue keys. Some wow! Got blue pads. Wow! It's actually that's, sort of that's, cool. 
Yeah, which is cool because we're we're starting uh, point sparring again at my school, and uh, we're looking at getting um, uh, sparring equipment, right? And uh, I just started looking for sparring equipment last week, and my usual supplier has the usual colors, black, white, and red. Oh, well, blue. Are your Don't colors blue. black and red, though? Yeah, my colors are black and red, and we want to we want to keep with black and red. Uh, because our uniforms are black and red also, um, and gray, black, red, and gray. Um, but, you know, I, 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 my, uh, my colleague Seth, he's like, my gosh, look at some of this stuff. And it is, it's, it's multicolored, but I haven't yet seen, you know, and they, they look like motorcycle helmets, like the, like you know, the Rusty, type of I'm, got, I'm sorry, I've, I've got to interrupt you, because I'm going to attack, I'm going to get on, uh, uh, Sensei Benny right now, okay. because there's no there's nobody in front of him. Oh well, and I have to take questions. that chance. Yeah, ask him some questions. Okay. I'm live on on the air, Dynamic Dojo Radio. Would you mind doing a short interview with my host? Would you have some time? I'm going to turn off my headset. And I'm going to give Sensei Benny the phone, Rusty. Okay. There you go, sir. Hello. Hi, Sensei Benny. Thanks for joining us on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. How are you? Uh, wonderful, thank you. So far, so good anyway. Oh, very good, very good. So, Sifu Robert had just said, hey, Sensei Benny Orquides is here. You know, you, you want to go talk to him? I'm like, well, sure. Um, so, are, are you are you uh, there at the tournament for support, or are you actually going to be judging judging uh, divisions today? Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. It's, uh, you know, it, it's very hard to hear you because you I mean you got a lot of screaming going on in the background. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. I was just wondering if uh, you were going to actually be judging some divisions today at the tournament. Well, well you know what actually um they they have quite a few and uh they didn't ask me they didn't ask me uh only because again sometimes when when I do judging sometimes I'm I'm from old school. And when I judge from old school, it, it is what it is. And and um, if I, you know, if somebody starts to talk back and so forth, I just, you know, disqualify them all of them. If I, you know, and they just figure, no, I might be too brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I'm I'm kind of old school too. I I call it like it is. You know, you make a mistake and you make yeah, you make a mistake and and you make it obvious. Well, I'm gonna drop a couple points. That's all there is That's to it. it. I don't care Talk how good the is. rest of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. To go home, go well, home you know, and do your homework and come back again. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, in yeah. a way that's it, it, that's good though. In a way that's good, and I'm pretty sure there are other old schoolers out there too to teach the kids about you know absolutely really practicing absolutely. absolutely. Now, are you gonna? There's there's seminars there at the event. Are you teaching a seminar today? Oh, you know what? Actually, I usually do every year. I do seminar and it's, it's I do a lot of internal training. A lot of uh. Because again, it's it's really about eighty percent mental, it's twenty percent physical, and ninety nine point nine percent of the rest of that is internal, which is emotional. And this is basically what my seminar is on. It's about an internal training and, and everything you hide under your bed in your closet, only when you're threatened is when it comes it comes up. Mm-hmm. So exactly. uh, but right now right now this is what um um my seminar is about, and right now they just booked everybody. And I said, "Hey, there's always next year." So mm-hmm. 
so I'm not. I don't. I don't believe I'm going to do one, but uh, I will show up. I just. Uh, I think they got uh, that pretty covered. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, you know, for but our it, young people that are listening, because we do have a we do have a a, a good teenager uh, listener base also. Um, if you could give um, teenagers just one minute of advice on how they can. Uh, tackle their internal training, what advice would you give our young people? Well, you know, it's truly, it's about, you know, when it really comes down to it, it comes down to the programming that we feel that sometimes stops us from our better stuff. Sometimes we get up in the morning, feel great, and we mm-hmm. get to this tournament and I can't be defeated. And when you get mm-hmm. there, you start looking at people and you start saying, oh, he looks pretty good. Oh, this and that. And then next you know, you start putting doubt. The moment you start putting doubt in your head, next you know, you just defeated yourself. Because, uh-huh. again, just five minutes ago, you were feeling great. So it's really the I am concept of what you tell yourself. Because really, when it really comes down to it, we're all, we all have this, you know, um, brilliance within us. But some, somewhere along the line, we forget our brilliance. Mm-hmm. And we start, emotion starts blocking our brilliance. And we need to, it's almost like forget what you know, remember what you've forgotten. And what you know, mm-hmm. sometimes the program of other people's fears. But what we forget is how brilliant we are. That, you know, that we are worthy of everything yes, that comes out. Sometimes we forget that. And so if they can look at, the, uh, look at themselves and mirror themselves and really look at and say, I am worthy of all the happiness. I am worthy of all the goodness that comes my way because I am worthy of it. And mm-hmm. the rest, if they do it for the purpose of the love of it, because there's no other reason to be doing it. If you're doing it for money, you're doing it for fame, you're doing it for what? It's all for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. It has to be done. I'm doing it for the love of it. And I, I get the right to go out there and do what I love doing. And, and that's basically what... You know, my advice to them is just go out there and do what they love doing, and they will always come out ahead. That's awesome. That's great advice. Thank you so much for that advice. You get that, teenagers? From the jet himself. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll go ahead and let you go, Sensei, but thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, and uh, we hope to actually have you on our show as a special guest one of these days. Would that be something you'd be Um, interested in? Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Awesome. And thank you for your advice. I'm hoping that all our young people uh, take your advice to heart. Uh, Wonderful. While they was listening, I hope you do because it was meant for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Ciao, ciao. And that was Sensei Benny the Jet Urquides. Right on. Wonderful advice for youngsters (laughs) to tackle. How was that, Rusty? (laughs) That was pretty cool, and um, I uh, kind of put a bug in his ear about being a, a guest in a future oh, show. Oh, I, I, so. I was going to hand him my master's business card since it has my cell phone on it. Yeah, yeah, please do. I, I would love to do <laughs> a, a show dedicated to him. Yeah, I there think it so was. There is so much because... rich history behind him. It's It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, so much rich, rich history. And, you know, I mean, there's even a book <laughs> written about the man. Uh, and it's actually called The Jet. 
also, you know, um, and the foreword was actually written by uh, Judo Jean LaBelle, uh, another legend in the martial arts. So I'd love to have a uh, uh, an episode dedicated to Benny the Jet Rikita. I think that would be great. And uh, he gave the young people, uh, uh, the youngsters in our listening audience, some great advice. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you were standing by hearing it. He was giving great advice for kids. Uh, on how to work on their internal dialogue when it comes to anything they do. But in this case, he applied it to tournaments and how to quell that internal dialogue that will that prevent kids from being at their personal best. So great advice. And uh, I hope to uh, – I'm thinking of actually coming back and, um, and transcribing it uh, and posting it on Facebook because – you know what he says. What he said was true. You know, so I'll see about transcribing it, um, so that way our young our young listeners uh, can read it. Now, so, did you great. ask him about being at the Masters this year? I almost thought I heard I heard an answer that almost indicated that. Um, I didn't ask him directly about being okay. at the Masters. I asked him if he was teaching a seminar um, there. Um, oh, got the- it, got it. Yeah, and and he said that they had already booked people up. Um, and uh, you know, he told me about what um, he would have been teaching, which was um, you know the internal aspect, um, the emotional aspect, the internal dialogue aspect of martial arts. And I said, "Well, hey, you tell our young people about that." And uh, but so that's where he gave such great advice. Uh, oh, perfect. Now there is yeah. another event coming up. I just found a flyer for it. It's all okay. being held by Bob White. It's okay. a golfing for kids. Oh wow! Hosted by Bob White Karate School. Uh, it's oh, going to be cool. June sixteenth, Tuesday, two thousand fifteen, at Costa Mesa Country Club. It's their mm-hmm. third annual, and I don't know if they're giving away a Lexus or what, but it says two thousand fifteen Lexus hole in one. Oh, very cool. Wouldn't that be cool to nail it in a hole in one? Now, not saying it doesn't have to be a part four, part five, part three, you know, uh, but that would be really cool. That's sponsored by Newport Lexus. Oh, neat. Awesome. That's very cool. Put and that on I the am looking folks. for Bob White right now because I figured he could be our last interview of the day. And where is he? Yep, because we've only day. got like 10 minutes. <laughs> I know, and that would be a perfect way to round out the show. I have the man himself on, mm-hmm. uh, but that is predicated on the uh, on me finding him, uh, and I do have no idea where he went. I will keep looking. Uh, <laughs> it's his tournament. I know he's wandering around here somewhere. You know, and, there, and I noticed there's a lot of people I haven't seen in a really long time here. Judges, working security. Uh, there's a guy here who looks like one of uh, Elvis's old bodyguards, Red West. Oh, wow. I would just like him. Uh, it, this was just an amazing, amazing game. Amazing turnout of uh, spectators and and uh, participants. And, and you hear me stalling, right, in my voice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I just walk around rambling, hoping I run into Bob really soon. <laughs> hopefully, you'll, literally, hopefully you'll just run into him and go here. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the phone. Talk. Yeah, talk. Yeah. <laughs> talk about the tournament. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, well, we got Brian here. He's doing the calligraphy. He sells great jewelry. He asked me to 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 watch his booth for him while well, he ran to the bathroom a little while ago. We got uh, what are you girls selling? I didn't mean to sound that condescending. I'm sorry. I did. I had to say that. That's that and my, my host like is it. laughing at me on the other end. That didn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> you're selling protection specifically for women, which I've never seen before, Rosie. They're selling protect, uh, protection gear specifically manufactured for women. Yeah. No men allowed. Yeah, because it, it has to be smaller. It, it, I mean, it has to fit. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. So. And to get onto their website, it's called Pro Block Sports. That's P R O B L O C K S T O R T S dot com. Problocksports dot com. We can post post, post it on on our Facebook page and announce it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Tell them we'll uh, go ahead and market their company. Um, and uh, oh, look at that! They have Very like cool. wow. I'm looking at their stuff right now. Wow, they she, even have. She just okay. said wow. Yeah, because like okay. Because, like, okay, they've got, like, they've got, like, these uh, things that kind of look like, uh, uh, they kind of look like, uh, like, capris. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough for women to find groin protection because we need it, too. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's true. You and, just said it's tough for women to find groin protection because they need it, too. And yeah. they have the coolest thing Now, do you guys manufacture it or are you a distributor? Oh, see, this is the direct through the manufacturing. Yeah, and I'm looking at their stuff right now, and this is the coolest stuff ever. Yeah, I can imagine. They tell me it's really comfortable for women, which it looks comfortable. I guess this, this was a trial by error. They tried all the other equipment, decided we can do better, right? And they did. Yeah. They're having it yeah. manufactured. Different than anything I've ever seen. Of course, I don't look for women's protection too often. Uh, but yeah, it's it's different. So any well, yeah, caller listening, go cool. check it out. Yeah, go check it out. ProBlockSports.com. Uh, protective gear, uh, innovative designs for women because there's going to be Very. no no chafing or pinching because that's what happens if we would try to wear the usual groin protection that 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 guys wear. There's no chafing because we're right. Because we're built differently, right? No, right? no chafing, no rubbing. She, she's on the site right now looking at it as we're yeah, talking. Yeah, no sliding. And the stuff slips in and out, like, you know, like guys' protection does, you know, in, in your guys' shorts. Well, these are like uh, capris, tight-fitting capris. So not only do they act as rash guards, they act um, as, uh, like, for holding this stuff. It's great. Very cool. They were just they were just showing me how some of it works where, where they have the uh uh groin protection uh pocket inside yes. the shorts. You don't have to take off your gear or anything. Exactly. And same thing with the chest protector. Wow, that is really cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's all really yeah. cool. Oh, very cool. Wow. And she, she was commenting about how there were some pants that looked like capris. Yeah. So I urge our listeners, all our w- w- women listeners, go check it out. 
Yeah. If you're, if you're in the kumite into the sparring, that sort of, it'll help you out. And they're made for for women by women. That's right. And it's on our Tem- Facebook pages. Very cool. Yeah, it's on our Facebook pages. And uh, tell tell please tell us thank you, thank you for this company because, you know, I've never heard of them before, and women need that kind of gear. So we'll put the word out. So we've only got 90 seconds left of our show. Oh, my goodness. I'm kind of bummed out that we didn't get a chance to talk to Professor Bob. But um, uh, well, I was still looking while I was talking, and this is the first time today he absolutely vanished. Yeah, he's probably just so busy, like, doing, like, backroom stuff that it's, that it's crazy. Um, but, well, wow, he was what a great... talking to somebody, and all of a sudden he vanished. I was just looking for him and gone. Yeah. He could be in a staging area. Could be just talking to people. Yeah. What a show that we yeah. had, and look who it we had great. on it. Yeah, we had Benny Urquidez, and uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to Bill Ryusaki. That's okay. We got a chance to actually meet really cool people, like the people from Pro Block Sports. Thank you so much, Pro Block Sports, for for wonderful women's protective gear. Uh, we're gonna market you for as long as we can and we hope you get a lot of response on that because we women need that kind of stuff um but yeah awesome stuff a lot of announcements on upcoming tournaments and stuff um so let's see our next show is the 29th and oh my gosh i forgot who we have on the 29th that's another lunchtime show um do we have anybody i didn't think we had anybody yet i thought we rescheduled somebody I forgot. No, it, no. Uh, they, I have not heard back from them at all. But we are working on... Uh, oh, sorry getting, about that. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We are working on getting uh, more inductees from the Masters Hall of Fame mm-hmm. in there. So that'll work out really nice. That'll be our show next week. We'll, we'll get yours or my induction started. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll see if I can get another couple of my inductees on, and uh, I know we'll we'll just talk about it like via text message or Voxer or whatever about who we can get on. But anyway, stay tuned next week, folks. Um, if anything, it's gonna be um, another lunchtime show. So tune in at eleven o'clock next Sunday, March 29th. We'll see you then. Bye bye now, everyone. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. The rest of the see day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.